The movie Percy was released in limited theaters this past weekend. The film, which stars Christopher Walken, looks back at the case surrounding Saskatchewan farmer Percy Schmeiser and his fight against Monsanto. Western producer reporter Ed White covered the case back in the late 90s. I caught up with Ed late last week. And just a bit of a spoiler alert, we will be talking about the outcome of the case if you were planning to see the movie. When it first arose, it was just uh, a call to our newsroom uh, from uh, Mr. Schmeiser's uh, lawyer. Um, and I think this is probably 1998. And um, t- talking about the situation, and we didn't think it was necessarily going to be uh, a huge story. I mean, uh, Roundup Ready, Canola, GMO, Canola was a brand new thing, and, and this seemed to be part of that, that rollout, a, a dispute between a farmer and Monsanto. Um, but it rapidly, uh, as, as the farmer, Percy Schmeiser, uh, dug, dug in and, and um, denied that he had uh, wrongfully obtained the stuff and grown it um, without permission, uh, as, as he uh, steadfastly refused to accept that he had done that, it headed towards trial. And this right away caught the attention uh, in around the world of people who were against genetically modified uh, agriculture and against uh, corporate power. And so it very quickly became sort of an international story. And then as the trial uh, headed towards us, and I was, I was working out of the Saskatoon newsroom in those days, it headed towards federal court in Saskatoon, and I became the reporter who ended up covering all two and a half weeks of it. I think I only missed uh, two and a half hours of the uh, of the testimony. Uh, the rest I was there for that entire two and a half weeks, and it was it was quite a dramatic thing. And for our uh, listeners who maybe aren't familiar with with the case, can you, in broad strokes, can you kind of just take us through uh, you know what was the issue and and the final outcome? Yeah, so basically, um, Monsanto was contacted by at least one phone call, and there were lots of rumors around the Bruno, uh, Saskatchewan area where, where Mr. Schmeiser, uh, farmed and, uh, uh, where his, uh, he and his family, uh, are, are based, that he had obtained this Roundup Ready seed, which is being grown. This is just when it was rolled out, and it was, uh, being grown under very tight conditions by certain farmers. Uh, and they all had to sign licenses to turn over 100% of the seed, either uh, if it was, you know, seed crop stuff to Monsanto or the people, the seed companies working with it, or if it was commercial seed to the elevator. You couldn't keep any for yourself, and you certainly couldn't sell it to any other farmer. And uh, Percy Schmeiser uh, never had a contract with the company or uh, grew it, uh, admittedly, for the company. Um, and so this would have been... Uh, Monsanto believing, based on these tips, that he had somehow got it from somebody who had grown this uh, the year before and was planning to basically, um, you know, get this bootleg seed, grow it out, and profit from that. So they uh, had they sent private investigators. They grabbed samples of the crop, uh, and then based on those tests, I believe I'm getting this correct. Uh, it's quite a long time ago when all this happened. Uh, they then got a court order to go and take samples of Mr. Schmeiser's eight fields of canola, uh, which they did. Um, and then those were uh, sent for uh, testing. And uh, the results Monsanto got, some using their own labs and some um, y- y- being tested elsewhere, were showing that it was pretty much 100%, you know, it was commercial-grade Roundup-ready canola. Um, Mr. Schmeiser took his own samples independently, 
and sent those to uh, the Uni- University of Manitoba, and they showed uh, themselves to be much, much less um, Roundup Ready-ish. So they could not come to a resolution before the trial, so it headed to trial. And in the trial, uh, the big issue uh, became one of, uh, you know, uh, other than the argument over whether or not uh, Mr. Schmeiser had deliberately grown this, knowing that it was theirs and he'd somehow gotten it from somebody. Uh, the real legal issue at the heart of it was, can you apply patent law to a gene inside a plant and then control the deliberate growth of crops from that gene and those plants uh, through the application of patent law? So there was a, a sort of a case about whether or not uh, Percy Schmeiser had deliberately uh, gotten bootleg seed and was, uh, you know, trying to uh, profit from stealing Monsanto's property, uh, or if he was, you know, innocently uh, infected. He he claimed that his fields would have gotten the Roundup Ready gene into them from uh, a combination of trucks driving by that might have had the seed in it, and the, the trucks might have not had tarps you know, correctly applied and they could have blown out and the bees could have gone and pollinated one field uh, that wasn't his and then flown into his and gotten some GMO pollen into into his crops. Uh, and there had been windstorms that had caused swath canola to roll into his fields. But that was his explanation for how there could be some GMO seed in, in his field. Um, so, so there were basically two trials. There was the legal issues of patent law and then the trial uh, of the real fact situation of uh, whether or not this was bootleg seed or an innocent farmer victim of a sort of uh, a biotech monster gone out of control and jumping into farmers' fields. And I guess, you know, ultimately, how did, how did things play out? Well, the judge, uh, the judge found um, he, that the patent law was valid. Uh, and uh, that this could be applied uh, into controlling that that crop. It's kind of an elaborate legal principle. You can uh, control the gene, but not the plant it's in, but that's still, you can't grow it knowing what it is. And the judge decided that Mr. Schmeiser, whether or not he deliberately seeded it or just somehow found it growing on his land, and then he, he kept some of the seed and then he reseeded it the next year, um, he decided that, whether or not Mr. Schmeiser had got this from somebody else, um, this bootleg seed, or if it was innocently it had blown somehow into his field. But he, but he, by keeping the seeds the one year and then reseeding it the next year and knowing what it was, uh, the judge decided that he either knew or ought to have known, which is a way of saying if you didn't know what it was, you were being willfully blind. Therefore, the judge found he was guilty and he owed Monsanto for having grown that crop and attempting to profit from it. That was Western producer-reporter Ed White talking about the new movie Percy and the actual facts behind the film. Ed covered the case back in the late 90s. We'll continue our conversation on tomorrow's Prairie Eggwire, so be sure to tune in. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.